Good evening, everyone. If everyone is here, people watching us online, it's always a blessing to me to be here. Uh, I will not say anything else. Amen? He asked me to not say anything else. So my team, what I have to say is behind me. Keep praying and carry on. Um, when Colin asked me to come here, I was, start to, I was praying. And Colin called me. Can you mean it's Sunday afternoon? Yes, Colin, yes, for sure. And straight away, God gave me this word. And then uh, I want to, I'd like to read with you uh, Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verse 5. Every time I come here, uh, it's like I remember that uh, prophecy I received from calling, from God through calling uh, in 1997. That changed my life. And uh, I really believe that God still has a lot of things to do in our lives and through our lives. I'm happy to be alive in this season. Very challenging time. We don't know what is waiting for us in the future, but we know we serve the Lord. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's there waiting for us. Then I know he has everything prepared for our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. So Gospel of Luke chapter 1, verse 5 to 7. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly, blamelessly, blamelessly sorry. but they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you. We thank you because you call us to live by faith, not by sight. Doesn't matter how long we are waiting for a miracle or breakthrough, we know you are a faithful God. Nothing is impossible for you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we need to listen from you. We need to receive what you prepare for us in this evening. And I ask Holy Spirit, move through my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. I was about to say, you may be seated, but you, everybody seated. No problem. Glory to God. So it's one of the very special passages of the Bible for me. Because every time I read this passage, uh, a kind of hope came into my heart. When I see things not working in the way I would like to see things work in my life. When we read about uh, Zachariah and Elizabeth, they were righteous in the sight of God. They were blamelessly regarding the commands and decrees of the Lord. But when you read but in the Bible, always is a little bit uh, a, 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 a reason of concern. They were very good, they were faithful, they were righteous in sight of God, but even though everything they did right, but they were childless. In that time, to be childless was a big issue. In these days, a lot of couples decide, oh, we don't want kids, we don't want child. It's not a big deal. But in that time, to be a childless couple, to have no kids was a big disgrace. When you read the same chapter, chapter 1, verse 25, we see Elizabeth saying like this, God did a miracle in my life and removed the disgrace of my life before the other people. So she, 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 she used to think, oh, my life is a disgrace. Uh, my life is not working. I do everything I can do. And even though my life is not working, normally 
most of us Christians, we think, we, we have some idea of how God works. I will try to explain to you. We, we think, well, if we, I do everything right, if I do everything that is in the Bible, if I behave myself well, if I do everything that the Bible saying to me to be, then obviously I'll be blessed. And most of the time it's like this, but not all the time. We read right now, this couple, they were very good couple. They were blamelessly in the commands and decrees of the Lord. They were righteous in the, in, the, in the eyes of the Lord. They used to do everything right. And even though they had no kids and it was a disgrace for them. We have a kind of uh, paradigm in our way of things. Well, uh, the paradigm is a, a way we, we think things. Well, if I do A and B, I will get C. And then when we do not see the things work in the way we expected, we got frustrated. We got confused. I don't know if, you, if it happened with you already. You, you, you see God, you pray, you fast, you seek God with all your heart. Then we are expecting some breakthrough. We are expecting some kind of miracle. Then you see nothing. Then you got confused. What's going on? God doesn't love me. What I have done wrong? The enemy is the accuser. Oh, probably you're not whole enough. Probably you're not praying enough. Probably you, you have something wrong in your life. Probably, and then the enemy starts to accuse us, to blame us, to put wrong feelings in our hearts. And then if we do not be careful, we got in the way the enemy expects us to go. In the way of, okay, as I was praying not working, though I will not pray anymore. I know many people that they took a wrong decision. You know what? I have been praying. I have seeking God, nothing's changed in my life. So what's the point? I pray, 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 not change. I will not pray anymore. And sometimes we need to understand that just good intentions is not enough. You do everything right. You do everything you could do. And even though it's not right, but God is still in control. We do not live by what we see. We live by faith. I want to share with you an experience I have a couple of years ago. I used to live in Recife, like, like Colin was mentioning. And uh, I was so blessed in that time. Not just in Recife. Before, the church before Recife, I was ordained as a pastor in 1997. And one year before, I was a youth pastor. Then from 1996 and 2001, everything I used to do prospered. Everything, absolutely everything. I start things with 20, 15 people and then grow. I remember once in Recife, we have a radio station over there. Then uh, we have a big challenge. We need to replace some equipment in the radio. And then it was a lot of money. We, we didn't have all the money. Then I was a bishop in that time. And then as a bishop, I, I had other churches under my, uh, I don't know if authority is the, the right word to say, under my authority, whatever. Then I, I did a convocation to all the pastors in a Friday evening. Pastors, please come to the, to the church. I need to talk to you guys. We need a miracle next Monday. We need to see a miracle in the offerings of this church next Sunday. We need to get over 100,000 something to pay. Otherwise, our radio will be out of air. We need, we need a miracle. Then the guys, oh, yeah, yeah, let's pray. Then God gave me a strategy. You know what we're going to do? We had more or less 20 pastors. Five of them go south. 
Five of them go north. Five of them go east. East was the beach. And five of them go west. Then we are going to pray. Midnight. Friday to Saturday. Saturday to Sunday. Midnight. We, we, we do not have that time. It was night. No, it was 1999 or year 2000. I can't remember. Then we do not have uh, Zoom, WhatsApp, this kind of things. And we call everybody. So everybody connect. Put in the, in the speaker and we start to pray. Spiritual fair. Release the provision. Release the blessing of the Lord. Release because we cannot be without this radio station. We need this for our ministry. Friends, I tell you the truth. I'm not uh, exaggerating. We didn't, have, we didn't have in that Sunday just what we need. We have like 50% more. If we need 100, God gave for us 150. Praise the Lord. Then... Then what happened? One year later, I was reallocated from Recife, northeast of Brazil, to Brasilia, capital of Brazil. And then in that region, again, I was the bishop. There was a group of people, uh, maybe 15 or 20 churches again. And then the same. We had a big challenge on the Monday. Then I gathered all the pastors in, in Friday. And I told them, guys, we need a miracle next Monday. And I tell you, I know the God that I serve. He's faithful. He's going to do a miracle again. You believe, pastor? And the pastor looked to me, how much we need, bishop? Oh, we need hundred something thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you are unfaithful. You, you, you don't trust God. I will show you how God is faithful. Then we did the same thing. Uh, cup of people south, cup of people north, cup of people west, cup of people east. And then we prayed like crazy people. Then... The Sunday arrived. I preached four times, eight, 10, five, and seven. Just three o'clock service, I didn't preach that, that, that day. Then I was expecting the finance department to tell me, oh, how much, how much? We're going to pay everything tomorrow. And the guy told me, no, sorry. We need 120, we got more or less 18,000. Then I was like, can you imagine? In the past, I did something. Then I went to do the same thing I did in the past, but without the same result, the same, the same fruit. Then I got so sad. I got so disappointed. And I was thinking, what I have done wrong? I prayed. I fast. I sent fire myself. I, I'm trying to do everything I know. Then the Holy Spirit told me, you want to, to learn a lesson, Marcella? Please, Lord, teach me. And the Holy Spirit told me, what to work in the past? does not necessarily will work in the present. Seek my face for a new strategy for this season of your life. What I have done in the past, praise the Lord, but I have something new to do through your life right now. And then he told me another thing. If I do what you expect me to do, you praise me, you honor me. What now? What now you feel ashamed because, you know, it wasn't my intention, but in front of the other pastor, Come here, pastors. I'll show you how to do the things. <laughs> I, had, I got a very good lesson of humbleness. Be humble, Marcella. Don't feel like you are superior. You are not. Without me, you can do nothing. Even your prayer and fast without my blessing is nothing. Humble yourself in my presence. Praise me. Regardless the result, regardless the, the fruit you have, praise me. Honor me, be perseverant, 
be patient, wait for me, because I was like a very impatient guy. Still, God is still working on me. And London is a good place for, for God to work with in your patience, isn't it? In the past, I, everything, like, come on, ah, next week, you believe a breakthrough, you believe a miracle, well, let's go, let's pray. You know, and the Holy Spirit teach me every time, wait on me, be patient, wait in my presence. And then tonight, I want to encourage you. I want to tell you, keep praying and carry on. Don't give up. Don't give up if the thing is not happening like you are expecting. Keep praying and carry on. Carry on with what? Carry on with your faithfulness and dedication and zeal and love in the things that God entrusts you. Zachariah is a good example. He had no child. His wife probably, she felt disgraceful before the people. It's not my words, it's her words in the Bible. He felt bad in that situation. But even without a kid, even without a child, Zachariah was faithful. He kept carrying on his calling. He kept carrying on his priesthood. He kept doing what God called, you, called him to do. And I want to challenge you, even if you are not seeing the things happening the way or in the velocity, in the, in the, in the, how, in the not velocity, in the speed that you'd like to see things happening. Don't give up. Keep praying. Keep being faithful in the small things. Because when you are faithful in the small things, God put you in the big things in Jesus' name. Keep faithful. Carry on with your faithfulness, dedication, zeal, love. Because I let you, I want to let you know. When you are busy with the right things, when you are involved with the things that God has prepared for you, you are in the right environment to see things, amazing things happen in your life. You know, when I was read out this message, God spoke to me about uh, moody people. Moody, sentimental. People that is moved by emotions. We see, I see a lot of this around. I, I don't think it's okay, it's, it's, this kind of things happen. But the place where I have been, I have seen a lot of mood Christians. They are so happy. They are so excited. They are so full of fire. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Then after one week, after two, where that person? Oh, you know what? I'm praying, I'm trying, I'm doing my best, but you know, I'm seeing nothing happening. So I'm thinking, I'm praying. I will see if it's God's will for me to keep doing the things I'm doing. What's about perseverance? What about to be steadfast? What about our faithfulness? Even if we have results or do not have results. What about this? We cannot be controlled by our emotions because the word of God says, our heart is deceitful. If you trust in your heart, you are in trouble. I, have, I hear it a lot. I don't feel in my heart. Where is in the Bible? That is saying that my righteous one live by what he feels. We live by what we believe, by faith. Because what I feel, pass, go by, disappear. But what I believe, the word of God in my life, it is 
eternal. It is for me, it's for you. Do not let your emotions. We are going through a very deep, deep crisis, a lot of mental health issues. A lot of people struggling with anxiety, with depression. A lot of people think wrong, wrong things. I cannot let emotions, I cannot let what I see control my life. I need to look to God and say, Lord, what I see will disappear soon. But your word, your promise for my life, it is eternal. I decide to get it. Holding your word and to say, Lord, I will see your word being fulfilled in my life. Zachariah, he was a priest. And maybe you are looking to me like, well, I'm not a priest. I don't want to say you were wrong. You are a priest. The word of God says, Jesus has made us kingdom and priesthood. We are priests. We are people of God. God called us not just to be a kind of expectators of God, what God's doing. God calls us to serve, to honor, to bless, to be used by Him in whatever capacity. Another day I was speaking with a guy, I think he was kind of backsliding guy. Then he told, ah, I used to be some church somewhere. Then I asked him, which church you're now? My church now is YouTube. Seriously? Yeah, YouTube. Saturday evening I watched the morning service of uh, Hillsong is in Australia. Because in the evening here is in the morning in Australia. In the morning, sometimes I see KT, sometimes I see another church. In the afternoon, I like to see T.D. Jakes. In the evening, I like to see something. Then I told him, you think that it is kind of Christianity, YouTube Christianity? Yeah, but, but I told him, if you think that uh, to be a Christian is a matter of to be fed all the time, Okay, maybe YouTube is a good church for you, but it's not Christianity. Christianity is not about just to be fed. Christianity is a matter of to serve, to honor God, to serve each other. So how can I serve each other? Just through Facebook, YouTube. It's a good tool. It's a good tool. It's a good weapon right now. We can be, we can be connected through this, but very soon we are be back here. We are going to be called by God to, to do the things that he called us to do. And then I cannot stay all my life in YouTube, all my life in Facebook, all my life neglecting the call I have in my life. And then I want to, 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 to call you today to, to, to understand when you are faithful in the things of God, don't have a drop of doubt in your heart. God is faithful you do in Jesus' name. But we need to be in the right time, in the right place. I don't want to be in the wrong place. I want to be in the right time, in the right place. Another thing I want you to tell you about Zachariah. Zachariah, he kept his prayers and intercession for his wife. He didn't give up. They were very, very old. I don't know how old they are. They were. But they were, they were old. But the angel, when you read the verse 11 onwards, the angel, the Gabriel angel, Appeared to him. He was burning the incense before the altar of God. And the right side of the, the altar, he saw Gabriel. No Gabriel shown, the angel Gabriel. You know, they saw Gabriel, the angel, the same angel that announced Mary that she would be pregnant with Jesus in her womb. The same angel came to Zachariah and said to him, 
Don't be afraid. Your prayers has been heard. Your wife will give you a son. And his son is a very special son. The Holy Spirit will be with him. Since the womb, womb the, the, it's not necessary to be born. Before the burn of, of John the Baptist, the Holy Spirit was with him. Can you imagine, my friends? Sometimes I think, how old that guy was. How many times he was serving the Lord. How many times he was doing the same thing he did in the past. But one day, one day God decided, today is the day. You don't know if today is the last day of your battle. You don't know if when you leave this place, you don't know if tomorrow will be the day of a big surprise in your life. Keep praying, keep praying, keep carrying on, keep doing the things that God puts in your heart. That is a passage that I love. The people who knows me probably heard from me many, many times. Galatians 6, 9. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I cannot be tired of doing good, weary of doing good. You know what? I have been doing good for a long time. I'm tired. You know, I had enough. A moody person. You know, people, I know people, they don't care about God. They don't care about church. Don't, they, they don't help any, each other. And their life is better than mine. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm leaving. I had enough. Do not get weary of doing good for a proper time. Who decides who is the proper time? You? I cannot decide when, when is, is the proper time. Who decides who decide when is the proper time, the proper season? It's God. What I, I didn't see in one year, God can do in one week. We can see things from September change completely. I, I have a high level of expectation in my heart for these three days of praying fast. I really do. I really have a very high level of expectations that God is calling us to, for something big, powerful. We are going to see breakthroughs. Maybe it's not in the first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day. But prayer is not a, 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 a trained thing. Prayer is our lifestyle. God calls us to pray. Keep praying and carry on. Do it. Not because, you know, you are like a small kid wanting to get something from your dad. You know, I have two girls. One of them is here, Esther. And I have Marianne as well. So when they start to be so kind with me, more than normal, they're kind normally, you know. I have, I'm blessed. I have two girls that they are amazing. But sometimes they start to behave me too much. Hi, oh, Dad, I love you. What do you want? You go straight. What do you want? Oh, Dad, no, nothing, nothing. <laughs> because, you know, they are very busy. Come sit here. Oh, Dad, what? So suddenly they had all the time of the world. Mm. I know they are softening my heart. Just a matter of time, boom. Some request will come, you know. But sometimes we do the same with God. We behave like good boys, good girls. 
I'm praying, Lord. I'm doing everything your word says to me to do. I'm sanctifying myself. Oh, Lord, I love you so much. And then we have a kind of expectation. I will do good, and God is going to give my reward. And sometimes we work because our dad is a, is a good dad. He's, he loves to bless us. But sometimes the word of God for us is wait. Sometimes the word of God for us is not now. I don't have it for you. Not at all. And you keep loving your dad. You don't stop praying. You don't stop seeking God. But just because you couldn't get what you want to get from him. Then I want to encourage you. Keep praying and carry on in Jesus' name. Be like that widow. I don't want to read it. But just, main, just remember. Luke 18 verse 1. There was a widow and a bad judge. And the bad judge, I don't care about men, I don't fear God, don't bother me, but the widow kept. Mr. Judge, please, Mr. Judge, I need your help. And the judge said, oh, you know what? I don't care about men, I don't fear God, but this widow is bothering me. It is, you know, so I will judge her cause. And, the, and Jesus says, Will the son of man will find faith in the, in the earth when he come back? I don't want to read it right now, but uh, you understand. So sometimes we are knocking and we are not seeing anything. But God is, wants to tell you, keep, talk, keep knocking, keep being faithful, keep being your prayer and carry on because your breakthrough is closer than you can imagine in Jesus' name. God can transform normal days in extraordinary days. Every time I read this passage, I think, man, how was that? How was that? Zachariah thinking, oh, you know, one more day, one more Sunday service. Again, I'm in the, I'm serving, I'm helping, I'm doing what God called me to do, called me to do. But we don't know. Maybe it is the last day. God will remove all the shame Oh, the disgrace. Oh, over dishonor of our lives. As he did with Elizabeth, he can do with me, he can do with you. Maybe you have some issues in your life and you have been praying for a long time and it, it is, time is a big issue in our lives because the word of God says, hope deferred make our heart sick. You're expecting next, this month, next month. You expect something 2018, 2019. 2020 is my year in Jesus' name. I believe 2020 is my year. Then coronavirus came. <laughs> yes, it's your year of perseverance. It's your year of seek God as you never seek before. It's, it's your year to see the glory, the manifestation of glory over our lives in Jesus' name. Because if the enemy has power to do some things, greater is the one that is with us than the one against us. I believe God is about to do powerful things in our lives in Jesus' name. And I need to be connected. I need to be together. I need to be involved with the things that God, God called me to be. Can you imagine if, if Zachariah, oh, you know what? How many years I'm doing the same thing, you know, I stay at home. I want to watch some series on Netflix. You know, I'm tired. 
I don't like to go to the church with mask. I don't like this. I don't like that. <laughs> you know, like old people. <laughs> I'm not so then I'm grumbling a lot sometimes. <laughs> Fabiana says, holy woman, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine? That was the day. Like today, maybe today is the day of your miracle. Maybe this, this word will be something special in our life. We don't know. The word you received from Articando this morning. Pray, even if you don't feel like pray, keep praying. What a word. I, I was blessed with that. Past. I, 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 I listened to the message at nine o'clock service. Keep praying, even if you don't feel. I don't feel like pray. Pray without feel. I'm not feeling. No problem. Go without feel. But go with faith, faith in your heart that God is powerful to change everything in your life like this. One day. One day, and when God does, he does better than you were expecting. Because John the Baptist, Jesus says that, that he was the, the greatest man that was born by a woman. God has something very special for you. And I want to finish. I, I, I didn't count my time. I don't know how long I have. Which time I have to finish? <laughs> I want to finish saying to you one thing. Can you read with me, please, in Luke chapter 1? But now the verse 36 and 37. What's happened? What's happened here? The same angel that appeared for Zachariah appeared now to Mary. And say to Mary, Mary, the power of the Holy Spirit coming over you and his power, through his power, you're going to be pregnant. And then verse 36, listen, your cousin, Elizabeth, Has also, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was declared barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Every time I read this passage, my heart filled with joy. Because it's like, you know, your cousin Elizabeth, that one, that barren one, that, that one had not, that was not able to conceive, Because, you know, people look to us like, ah, uh, oh, you know, you were the bishop. That was a big church in Brazil. Let's see now. Brazil is easy. Let's see here in London. Mm. And a lot of people look to you like, ah, uh, you used to be, now you are not anymore. Oh, you are the good person. But uh, look to, to your family. Oh, you are very good heart. You are very kind people. But uh, you look what you are facing. And people look to us like, oh, poor people, poor of them, poor of him. And the angel said, you know, Elizabeth, your cousin, she's six months pregnant. She, the one who people used to say she was not able to conceive, she's pregnant because nothing will be impossible for God. Doesn't matter how long you are waiting for something from God. Doesn't matter how long you are expecting, praying, dedicating yourself, doing the things that God put in your heart to do. I want to tell you that is a time. And this time is closer than you can imagine. Keep praying and carry on. Don't give up right now. Don't lose heart. We need to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need your help. Fill my life. Help me to persevere. Help me to endure. 
Help me to keep my praying. Because sometimes, my friends, it's not a matter of, oh, you know, oh, that guy is so resilient. Oh, that guy is so strong. No, no, no. It's the grace. It's the mercy of God. It's the help of the Holy Spirit. And you look back and you see how I was able to go through, to went through so many hardships. It's not because you, it's because of him. He's going to sustain you. He's going to renew you. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to keep you praying, keep you praying, carrying on, honoring him, honoring God. And then one day, you think that's just one more day. That is the day. I'm waiting for my day. How many of you here are waiting for your day? I'm waiting for my day. I have seen many times. I have seen, friends, many, many times. If I tell you the things I went through in my life, I'm 49, I'll be 50, you know? But uh, my mileage is high. I, I have gone through many things. If I tell you how many times I was exhausted, but uh, even exhausted, I know, I know the saints I have in my heart, my gratitude to God. I know where I come from. I know the work he has done in my life. I have no plan B, but to be in his presence. And sometimes he has been teaching me, when I am weak, then I am strong. 